0: What is up, everybody, and welcome into episode number 11 of The Scope. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Um, uh, It's going to be a little bit of a low-key chill episode tonight. Um, I'm probably going to be a little bit more interactive with chat, as as you can tell on the screen, unless you're listening to the podcast, I am by myself. I'm soloing it today, so we'll see how this goes. I think it's going to be great. Uh, Bear with the production team. Uh, They're going to be a little bit short-staffed. Uh, it's pulling up different videos and stuff for you to look at that's prettier than my face, which doesn't take a whole lot. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a little bit slower for those of you, uh, two or three of you that listen to the podcast. Shout out! Thank you guys so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for downloading the podcast and listening it over there. If you, again, if you want to see my not that beautiful face, it'll be live over every monday evening over on uh crash games on youtube for now i might start a second channel i don't know but anyway guys keep those chats coming and uh i'll be a little bit more interactive with chat than normal because i don't have a co-host or guest tonight so we're just we're just kind of chilling together uh talking about stuff and i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to a chill episode um it's going to be a lot of fun i myself i hope everyone's doing well um everyone's doing well staying safe getting back into swinging things out there um I, I myself have been very busy um processing uh i'm making my own lunch meat it's kind of, kind of weird um so yeah what's up jason welcome in um so yeah i've been uh making my own salami um out of venison and uh bourbon flavored snack sticks bourbon flavored so i've been like cutting and smoking meat for like the last three days it's a lot of work um, but I, I don't know. It's kind of satisfying too to kind of make your own, uh, make your own food. So the first thing, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think the first thing we'll just get right into it. The first thing that I really wanted to talk about, um, this week was a new battlefield. Now there was an article. Uh, from tom henderson that kind of started the whole thing about thinking getting everyone kind of thinking about the next battlefield and i didn't make a video about it i generally do about these sorts of things um but i just i didn't feel like it was worth it uh this go around just because it's kind of a normal thing uh and we'll get into that just a little bit uh it's it's kind of a normal thing for the for the team to start working on the next On the next battlefield while the other one is still in production or is still active i also need to pour myself some bourbon my ice melted a little bit
1: cheers everybody thank you for being here yo what's up crate um where's my
0: lid found it so anyway i didn't make a uh a video about it because I thought that it's kind of like a it's just it's 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 pretty much a normal thing, uh, for the, for the studios to move on. However, the difference here being I understand where the community is coming from. The difference here being, uh, it's a little <laughs> 2042 is in a very rough spot to say the least, and we're kind of on the edge of our seats, uh, you know, deciding whether or not they're going to completely axe this thing, or if we're going to actually get uh, they're going to fix it and get it going, or if they're moving on to the next one. So there's a little bit to dive into about what happened this week again i didn't feel like it warranted a video because it's kind of uh uh it's kind of a typical thing for this point uh for the technical teams to move on we'll get into it just a little bit uh on tom's tom's article he said that they learned valuable lessons and we have seen on uh on twitter over the last week that uh marcus leto the the guy who's starting the new uh studio over in Uh, Seattle looking at uh, the the narrative direction of battlefield He has actually been over in dice Stockholm back in the office uh, With the team and people have been getting excited about what he's saying Tom went on to elaborate today that he is not working on 2042 so For for those of us that are hoping he would come in step in and help and get battlefield 2042 where it should be and working again Not the case Uh, he's actually working on the next one along with another team Um, so One thing that was said on twitter's lossy talked about the timeline of when new battlefields start Is it typical for that team to move on to the next one? Well, a dice developer darko actually replied to him and said at some point There's little need to have tech people as the tech people should be in place And it's natural for people to get reassigned and a smaller more agile team is kept to deliver content That smaller team is usually more impactful in regards to player facing features now That makes sense to me. So you have, you know, you have the engineers down at the engine level engine, engine engineers. Yeah, perfect. Great job, Crash. Um, You have the engineers that set up like the Frostbite engine and get everything in place and all the tech people and stuff like that. And then you have the people that work on the maps and the content, the other stuff in the game, mechanics and things like that. Well, once once the foundation for the game is there, which arguably 2042 never got, then that team should be able to move on to the next one and that sounds like exactly what's happening in this case. Um so it was just really cool to hear from a dice developer to kind of kind of let people know that 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 it's normal they're working on the next one. It just brings up I don't know. It I don't I I thought about it all week about what kind of what kind of video to make and talk about this stuff um and what was going on and I ended up just not making one and the big question I had is Battlefield dead I think Battlefield 2042 is dead um the 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 franchise itself Battlefield I don't think it'll ever truly be dead and the reason I say that is I fully expect pre-orders as we should be skeptical very skeptical of the next Battlefield as pre-orders should be low and all that stuff Battlefield has a large enough name and a big enough history if they make a decent game the word's gonna get out and people will flock and come into it and and start to enjoy it. So um, uh, thank you guys for liking the stream. I super, super appreciate it. I would love to get to 69 likes. One day we'll do it. We did on the World War III stream. That was pretty sweet. Um, Again, guys, uh, also, again, I'm by myself, as you can probably see. So chat away. I'll be a little bit more interactive with chat tonight. Um, So where was that boomer brain? Let's take a drink of bourbon and think about it. So yeah, Battlefield is probably not dead, Um, 2042 probably is, and I don't see them doing a lot of work on it, but if they ever do come out with a good Battlefield, like in a nutshell, it is a large enough franchise with a large enough uh, budget behind it and enough people that would try it out and the word would get out that it's a good game and i think it would eventually catch on so i don't think it's going to be really hard for battlefield to ever be truly dead i think the only way that battlefield really dies is if they stop making him. which i guess would be a possibility a pretty a pretty long shot but it but it could it could technically happen Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about uh, In regards to battlefield another one of the things uh, about it that I thought was weird is we still haven't heard um, Anything on the next update We haven't heard anything on the update that's supposed to bring the scoreboard into the end of round and add a couple more features and add VoIP Uh, We're not we haven't heard about that. I saw over on reddit uh, one of the community managers uh, said that they're going to communicate that very soon and they're sorry for the delay and i'm just having a hard time i have a really really hard time like trying to think of another AAA a studio that has trouble like this i fully i fully expect the next update to be at the very end of the month it seems like they always do that um they always have to add communication and change things and uh enders he's a He's an incredibly talented player. Uh, he streams on Twitch. He also has a, a YouTube channel. Um, if you guys just wanna see Cracked Insane Gameplay, I'm sure you already have watched Enders play a little bit. Excuse me, but um, he's still talking about the uh, the glitch that the the Revolver so if you shoot the revolver and run it out of ammo and empty it and put six rounds in, it'll only show five. And you have to reload it again to fill the other cylinder, like the other spot in this chamber in the cylinder. And that that was a bug that was at the game at launch. And they've said that they've patched it like three times. And there's like, they still haven't patched it. Uh, Pyroplasma says, I have no faith in Dice's ability to deliver another BF game of 2023 and not have it be a buggy mess. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a prove it moment, Pyro for sure. I hope uh, a lot of folks are are going to be uh, hesitant to pre order, and and they're going to have to show us something right before before that's something that we're we're going to hop into. Um, they they have to prove it that they they can still make a decent game, and like like uh, the article I helped Tom with, and the one that Tom did where he talked about that kind of stuff. Um, it's just they didn't have enough time and I'm hoping these these new folks, uh the uh Marcus Leto and uh Rebecca Cutaz and Vince Zampella, are are gonna make the changes that we need. Because I feel like a lot of the problems from this game came from uh the lack of of time flexibility and uh, stuff, they they had they did they didn't have enough time to get everything done. And I hopefully hope they learn from it. That article that Tom wrote inside sources have told him that they have learned from it. Of course, you're gonna say that. Um, if they, I mean, I'm I'm to the I'm pretty sure you guys are too. Um, but I I'm to the point where they, they got to show me something uh, before I'm gonna get excited about the next battlefield. I think I have been thinking about doing a video. Uh, this next week and going back and looking at the trailer, um, it's so interesting how the trailers and stuff, and it's almost eerie and surreal to me. Uh, I just remember in the lead up to the game, we were all like, when are we going to see gameplay? Why aren't we seeing gameplay? They knew I, (laughs) they had to know that it was in such a rough state. Um, they, they just had to know. Uh, so (laughs) it's just really weird, uh, it just feels it feels kind of sleazy i don't know um and the the i want to go back and look at the trailer because and and even this exodus short film that i'm playing uh on on youtube it it, the game didn't reflect these at all the marketing material the actual game does not reflect uh the dark gritty stuff that got us excited you know um so it, it truly is going to be i think this is this uh 2042 release has likely scarred a lot of people and and it's going to be it's not going to be until the next beta before we can truly truly decide you know if the next game is going to be worth it or not because it's it's not going to be it's not going to be something that a lot of people are going to pre-order i really hope uh just just to make dice you know put their money where they're put the mouth where the money do the thing yeah yeah I'm an excellent host uh to do to do this stuff uh do you think uh dice should do a remaster or try another new game says pyro um I think it needs to be a new game um i really really hope they listen to the community. i think the recipe for a successful battlefield is still the same as it was uh people want something that's a lot like b f three and b f four uh, with updated movement my preference would be like battlefield 5's movement i thought it was great um and a little bit better gunplay and some some new map design on a on an updated engine that runs on next gen that runs well on next gen uh and runs well on pcs which we didn't get i just 2042 is just it's incredible to me to think, incredible to me to think about, because even if they do fix design issues and stuff like that, it still runs like trash on my computer and, and a lot of people's computers. So so it, it, it's crazy. I think the recipe is not hard. Um, if they actually listen and the developers are given enough time and uh, resources to flesh this out, I don't know what to think about Frostbite, You know if it's still an issue or not. Um, i i worry about it but i i think then i think they do need to do a new game just due to the fact that in my opinion when i go back and i play battlefield 4 and i play battlefield 3 uh mainly i notice it in 4 and a little bit in 1 the the movement mechanics and things feel dated to me uh the 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 gunplay and the recoil and stuff feels a little bit dated so i think if they did a remaster they would have to update that stuff and at that point i would like to see a new game um i'd like to see some new maps and uh maybe a chance a shot at a better better iteration of the frostbite engine um that would actually actually work uh solo pack says specialists were horrible yeah i don't like him either um they would need to bring back class systems uh (laughs) <laughs> if dice wonders what the best way to do that is look at the world war three game it is perfect uh maps are horrible except manifest yes i would say so and the servers were horrible yeah they still they still run bad i still see tons and tons of clips of the folks that are left playing the game uh where you know you see an enemy and they shoot them and shoot them and shoot them and they just see blood no hit markers and then they end up dying that is still like rampant in the game which is crazy that that's still an issue like they're still having that stuff. I think they should just remaster Hardline in order to restore faith in the community. I think they should do that in Portal. Um, I think the best case scenario Pyra is to uh, is to to add a lot of content to Portal to essentially add Battlefield Three, Four, and Hardline to Portal uh, that people can play, and couple that with a with a new game with a class system. Uh, more than four assault rifles. You know, I actually have some weapons and uh update the movement and uh and things like that and make a new, a new modern shooter and take another stab at it with the class system with the scoreboard with a server browser with voip and and things like that uh Krayway says specialists could work if they just limit that what they can equip also add a basic soldier com- customization as in BF5 option on each specialist yeah that would that would be cool i'm all for giving people uh people the the ability to play how they want and look how they want at the same time yeah they could they could treat the specialist as a gadget right like so you you know you you have your main weapons your main guns and things like that and then you uh for your gadget instead of picking an actual gadget you pick the specialist that has that gadget and they're all tied to classes like these are the engineer gadget specialist and and stuff like that they could essentially merge them together and I, I think it would play play quite a bit better there's one new to... yeah yeah pyro that's true but uh, you were talking about like uh so he says that they're not going to add it to portal it's not the mo they're going to do the bare minimum to satisfy season one buyers yeah i think that's what they're gonna do Um, But to restore good faith, I think they need to expand on portal. They are still working on portal Um, A couple of the portal developers are still pretty active on Twitter talking about features and things like that Um, So that's good. Um, They're still working on it I'm assuming they're gonna add more content to it but but instead of a remaster I would love to see them put the remaster content in there and then a whole new game now That's a lot of content. That's asking a lot. But in my opinion they need to do a lot. Thank you guys so much for seven likes. I, I super, super appreciate it. But in my opinion, like they need to do a lot uh, to get people's trust back, to earn people's money. Um, they have a lot of ground to make up uh, in my opinion. So what are the thoughts, Sadballs? Says, shout out, Sadballs. What's up, man? So what are the thoughts on a game like Rising Storm 2 uh, but Battlefield-ified? Yeah, so I saw your comment earlier about a vietnam battlefield and I that time frame would be really cool Uh someone smarter than me, uh tell me would would that limit like the Would all the maps have to be like jungle maps like that's the only thing I would worry about is like if it is strictly Talking about the conflicts that occurred in vietnam. I feel like it would get a little stale on the content side The thing that's cool to me um about modern settings and especially like slightly futuristic like you you have such a such a wide variety of maps and places that you can go um and things that you can do like the sky's the limit on making a diverse wide range of maps to keep the game fresh and stuff i just feel like my only reservation because i think the time period is cool i think the weapons are great um i think it would be really cool but they would just have to maybe take some liberties with uh maybe some some smaller minor conflicts from around the world just to get it a different feel to the game um other than just jungle maps 24 7 you know what i mean that's my only reservation would you be a force to go take a throw us in the middle of it yeah that would be cool solo pack. yeah and that's what battlefield has always been about right like massive massive conflicts and then you're just like a generic random soldier uh thrown into the middle of it and that's what we've always that's what we've always had up until now, that's what we've always wanted and still do want is uh, definitely something along those lines for sure. But anyway, guys, again, real quick, thank you so much for being here as I am solo. We'll try to keep it moving, but I just wanted to say thank you. I ha- If you don't like hearing thank you a lot, you're in the wrong damn place because I like to say it. Also, I love bourbon. Let's take a quick bourbon break, everybody. But yeah, thank you for being here and hitting the like button. I super, super appreciate it. Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about with Battlefield. Um, I think I might kind of go back and do a recap on the lead up to the game because I was just looking back at some tweets and stuff and it was like crazy. It was crazy how how hyped how hyped everyone was uh, for that. And even like looking at my tweets and then looking at the game, it's like it's like crazy. Uh, Several says they don't need to be you can do urban like offensive. Scorched Hill or coastal thing or even PT boat naval oriented deal. Yeah, you could do that kind of deal That's true. If you if you could sell me if you could sell me on like, uh getting like diverse maps Then I'm doing it. I'm in you got me. I'm all in on that. That would be cool um so Yeah, guys, uh, the next thing that I wanted to talk about I think that pretty much covers it for battlefield. Like I said, I'm sorry I'm getting on different tangents, but my uh production team pretty shorthanded tonight if you catch my drift a small hint of it with the battle yeah the pacific battlefield 5 was really good honestly you guys you guys want to hear a super hot take you guys want to hear like a molten lava hot take right now i would really almost just be pretty excited for battlefield 5 dlc (laughs) like if they just went back because honestly that game (laughs) instead of 2042 dlc honestly battlefield 5 is in a better place than 2042 uh the engine looks better runs better uh way less bugs still bugs um but they need to get cheaters under control for sure and uh but i w- if they went back and revisited some of those actual uh some of the actual iconic world war ii battles that they didn't um they did the more obscure ones if they did some more if they did stuff on like the the western fronts and eastern fronts more um and like the traditional stuff like the i don't know like battle the bulge and stuff with a tank start with like low fuel i think would be so cool but i think battlefield 5 is like mechanically in a much better place in 2042 super hot take i would love to see some battlefield 5 dlc will it happen no but I'm I'm over I'm I'm with you Pyro on that saying that you didn't care for the World War II setting. I am I am pretty much over World War II games. Um they're just not I don't know. I I was had zero excitement for Vanguard. Um it's one of the reasons I haven't given Hell Let Loose a try. I'd rather play squad probably. Um Yeah, I get it. They they've been done to death. Um yeah, I'm with you, Pyro. I love the movement Battlefield 5. Thought the movement in Battlefield 5 was was actually really, really good. Uh it's probably my favorite movement of any arcade shooter that I played, to be honest. Um it's actually it's actually really good. Um so yeah, that's pretty much covers it for Battlefield at this point. We'll just keep keep an eye on stuff. Um I possibly Uh, We'll do a a video looking back at the trailer because I I just kind of want to look back on it and kind of look it over and see how different it is from what we actually got. It's it's pretty crazy Hey, what's up, Zach? You're first welcome in (laughs) So the next thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is yeah guys, I think we're gonna get to uh, Quite a few things this week Um, One thing I did forget to pull up is the new Rainbow Six map. We'll have to do that on the fly Good luck, production team. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about COD. And then there's a couple indie games, honestly. Uh, an indie game called Crows actually releases on Steam in like three or four hours. So I thought that was pretty crazy. I pulled up the Steam page because I wanted to show you guys. And it's like game, I knew it was this week. I didn't remember which day. It's like game unlocked in four hours. I was like, holy crap. That's pretty cool. We'll check that out. Um, Yeah, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is uh rebirth reinforced um I've actually been having a lot of fun uh playing rebirth the last few days um they did a lot of really cool stuff with the map and honestly if we're if we're we're in here we're talking about we're talking about stuff in the future things we'd like to see I would love it if modern warfare Roman numeral two uh came out with like four or five different rebirth size maps i think uh, rebirth is a really great game mode. Um, I think it is peak battle royale if you're into that at all for a few reasons. Um, one of the other things that's really interesting is anytime someone does a poll, a large Call of Duty creator does a poll. Uh, the last one, Modern Warzone did, I saw had like 73% of people were playing, uh, were playing rebirth over the big map over called there, which I thought was crazy. I think rebirth, um, is something that Call of Duty should not lean into, and essentially, you know the 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 voice of public opinion is like, "Crash! This is what you guys sound like, Crash! We're so tired of battle royales." I know. Why are you tired of battle royales? Because you drop in, you spend a bunch of time looting stuff, and then you die. Something dumb happens. Your buddy stays alive, and you have to sit there and watch him, and sit there and sit there and watch him. Rebirth basically in my opinion in rebirth it takes all the shitty things of a battle royale out Your team is either all the way in or you're all the way out Um, you know as long as one person survives you get to come back So so your your team is always in it and then until you're not and then the whole team's out and you're getting in another match so It takes it takes a ton of the dead time out. Um I super like it a lot um that's one of the things and, and and being a smaller game mode the thing that we live for on BRs right is that final circle that adrenaline rush you get when there's just a team or two left you know you're in third you got two more guys to take out or whatever you're trying to clutch it up for your team that happens a lot more often in rebirth and i know that since it does happen more often it might have less stake to you but i it, i don't feel that way um i still get that adrenaline rush in the final circle and i think it's a lot more fun getting there uh you can try different stuff uh and it's it's not as high stakes in the early game and it's a lot easier to make it to late game and i i don't know i don't know one of the most frustrating things in battle royales is like PUBG. Uh, you drop in with nothing the games take like 30 minutes and 28 minutes of it you spend trying to find stuff and then you die and it's like a waste of time but but i don't know i think honestly rebirth is really the only battle royale type game that gets me excited um that i would that i enjoy playing uh i don't really want to play uh big Warzone. i don't really want to play apex too much i don't want to play PUBG or any of those other battle royales Honestly, rebirth is the only one that kind of does it for me that I have a lot of fun because you get those BR elements Without a lot of the sitting and waiting around and stuff like that. Um So so it feels it feels a lot better to me They did a massive massive update with the map and the lighting and honestly the the map itself has felt really weird to me I keep getting turned around on it Um, come to find out from J God over on Twitter they moved the sun to the other side. And I did not realize that subconsciously, I key in on the freaking shadows to tell direction and they flop flip flopped it around. So I get like turned around and definitely feel a lot like a boomer uh, in that game mode. For sure, it's, <laughs> I always feel like a boomer, but especially, especially in that one. Uh, I honestly, the I don't, I'm not that into Vanguard uh very much at all so i'm not really talking much about what's going on with vanguard they didn't add a lot uh really the big story is rebirth reinforced they added a lot of really cool stuff um and 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 i said this i think i said this last week again boomer brain boomer mentality here i might have forgot but i think i said i feel like they're testing things out for the dmz which is their survival extraction type game mode that is rumored to be coming with Modern Warfare Roman numeral 2. Um, they have these trading stations that are now unlocked. So you can take enemies' weapons and go trade them in at these trade stations for things that you need. They're adding this stuff to rebirth, which is really cool. Uh redeploy balloons, they're adding uh UAV uh towers. So they're they're stationary towers, but you can go pay money and turn them on for like a local small uav and they're adding a lot of really cool and interesting mechanics that i think would fit in a survival type game so i think it's interesting that they could be testing these out is is just is that's where my brain's going uh they have some ai enemies also on caldera the big map Caldera, on the big map uh protecting some loot uh so you see that as well so you see some ai like scavs and tarkov they're 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 messing around with some some different mechanics and i i think that's pretty cool that they could be uh testing testing out stuff for for the dmz so i think that's pretty interesting um the other thing guys ready to get real crazy in the conspiracies i just saw this actually uh before we went live but essentially all the sorry dude my brain is like freaking out um, <laughs> the things that they did the rebirth is really cool, and I hope like one of crashes ple like guilty pleasures or something that I would want to see so bad that I feel like I'm probably alone on is I would love like five or six rebirth sized maps to play rebirth on. It's just I don't know. It's such a great mode, guys. I I don't know. In my opinion, it, it really is a lot of fun. It's a battle royale, but it doesn't feel shitty like a battle royale. Especially early game. So let's get in the weeds a little bit. This was reported By Charlie Intel actually just a little bit ago uh, But I wanted to talk about it because I think it's pretty interesting Um, so activision has put out a call or a job announcement. They're looking for a new uh social media manager partnership, uh, somebody to work with uh for social media and in the position description let's see what is it again let me manager influencer and talent marketing at call of duty working for activision blizzard um so i think i think this is pretty cool uh nth gaming you're with me get behind that nice nice i'm not alone i'm not alone he's got me what was our op and i don't have it uh max actually max says i don't like how vanguard weapons are op and i don't have it that is a definite concern honestly lately uh, I've actually been running um, the the MP7 and Car 98 from Modern Warfare, and you can still run like the Cold War AK absolutely slaps. The OTS from Cold War still does really well. Uh, I, that's another thing that's really good about Rebirth right now. If you haven't tried it in a while, since they nerfed the MP40 uh, quite a bit and stuff like that, there's actually a lot of weapons, um, honestly, that you can use in... Uh, in in rebirth right now and it's cool there's there's a wide variety of guns that people are using um so it's not as bad as it was i get what you mean when the incendiary ammo was bad and the mp40s were were really strong it yeah it was frustrating because it's like that that is literally max you hit the nail on the head dude that is the worst thing about call of duty rebirth and warzone is leveling guns i don't want to play multiplayer anymore i i don't want to play spawn die spawn die spawn die and that's how that's the fastest way to level guns i hate leveling guns i hate leveling guns i hate leveling characters and mmos i hate just leveling like so you can play the game right like i hate it so much (laughs) <laughs> um yeah, so I'm I'm with you on that. Like I don't, I don't want to play a World War II Call of Duty to level up my guns, and I'm not going to. So that's how it is. I'll use my wits cunning and dashing good looks to win gunfights before I'll level up a gun. So on this <laughs> on this job announcement, um uh, they're looking for a new manager influence of talent marketing, right? Someone to work with creators. Uh, when it comes to Call of Duty. And in the position description, some interesting stuff um, Charlie Intel picked out of this. And they said, 2022 is a stellar opportunity for Call of Duty with an extraordinary lineup of innovations in curated player experiences, multi-platform gameplay, subscription-based content, mobile game development, and a move to always on community and player connectivity. We call this COD 2.0, it goes on to say, and in the COD 2.0, this leader will extend the COD brand authentically in ways that engage core audiences. It's just a bunch of buzzwords. It's just a bunch of buzzwords, synergy, uh, things like that, (laughs) that year all the time. Um, So I thought it was pretty crazy that they're actually calling this uh, internally, it appears at least uh, cod 2.0 and again, I, I hope you caught that too I definitely paused when I saw it when they say subscription based content So there's been a lot of talk about subscription-based content i don't know if that means battle pass cosmetic style you know cosmetic wise stuff if that's what they're talking about or if they're talking about the call of duty games are going to be subscription based but it does say if you put all this together i hope i'm not reaching too far it says 2022 and we will call this cod 2.0 with subscription based content so i don't know what you guys think of subscription based content i'm not a big fan of it because generally i don't know and it could be because i'm old-fashioned but the thing that sucks about subscription based content is if you ever decide you want to stop paying for it you have nothing like you have nothing left over um like if you buy a game outright like you can still go back and play it later if you want to um, and it, it, it just depends on It do, I hope I hope the subscription based content if it does include games um, Is optional so people can make the best decision for them Themselves because you know, it might not make sense for somebody say that they play Call of Duties for the campaigns Somebody probably does I'm kidding. There are people that do that. Um, so if you if you if you just like to play maybe zombies once in a while and you play through the campaign and then you're essentially done with the Call of Duty, it might make sense to buy the thing for 60 bucks. But if you play it for the whole year, you play it all the time and you always buy, if you always buy the next thing, uh, then it might make sense to pay you know, five bucks a month. 10 bucks a month or you know whatever it might end up being if if you play it enough to get the use out of it and you buy the next game and you buy the season pass and you buy all the stuff that's included anyway it might make sense. So hopefully uh, if Call of Duty does do anything subscription based I I am all about choice, right? Like if if you want to do that, knock it out. If you don't, then if it makes more sense for you to buy it outright and you know if you play it for the campaign and be able to do that—that that makes a lot of sense. Exactly, Seth. Those are exactly <laughs> those are the those are the words. Those are the buzzwords: synergy, vertical, dynamic, cloud strategy. Exactly. Um solo pack says and again guys uh if you guys are here you notice that i am uh i am solo tonight i'm doing this myself uh so i am a little bit more interactive with chat so yeah guys chat away i super 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 appreciate everyone being here thank you for the 14 likes it's just yeah freaking thank you this is this is fun it's just a super chill super chill stream talking about everything going on uh solo pack says i think ubisoft rainbow Six Siege should open their horizons imagine 20 verse 20 on mid to large cqb maps yeah i think they could um honestly uh solo pack i think they could do that and use similar engine i think they should call it something else uh siege to me we're going to talk a little bit about siege later essentially it's going to be in the quick shots part because we're just going to talk about the the new map um for siege uh but i think if you have 20 v 20 in my opinion it's no longer siege right like siege to me is we're defending we're holed up in this building and you got to come get me out of here right and vice versa when you're on the attacking side we got these mother lovers inside this building and we got to get them out like kind of that's that's the siege thing but if they wanted to call it like a rainbow six whatever synergy <laughs> rainbow six synergy or what whatever kind of buzzword you want to throw on the end of rainbow six yeah because because the shooting the shooting feels really good the moving's really crispy and the rainbow six uh world is really cool as long as they keep it that way we'll have to see what x defiant does we talked about x defiant a little bit last week um they actually have Axe, former call of duty pro uh helping them on that game which is pretty interesting so we'll have to see how x defiant turns out um, but they did drop the Tom Clancy name from X Defiant, which I thought was good because it, it didn't make a lot of sense. It didn't make a lot of sense for that. Uh, I wish game, uh, Wonderbread says, I wish game creators would stop trying to reinvent the wheel and constantly just use users to make more and more money. They keep delivering garbage. Yeah, uh, that's that's why I'm hoping some of these indie games that we're going to talk about in a little bit can find some success um i i was thinking of that too like thinking about call of duty going subscription based it's all about battle passes i fucking hate battle passes um i i think they're a scam um i'm thinking about making a video how i think they're borderline worse than loot boxes if you buy a loot box you're going to get something there is there is a case, there is a scenario where you buy a battle pass, something comes up where you don't have any time to play that game or another game that your buddies are playing come out and you rather hang out with your buddies and you don't play that game, you just donated money for absolutely nothing. Now, do not, I repeat, do not take that out of context and say Crash likes loot boxes. No, no, stop it, don't do that. But, But I'm just saying, Battle passes aren't that much better than loot boxes. They I I, oh, I hate them so much because you you buy it and then you don't get anything. You still have to play the game a bunch and grind it to get the stuff that you paid for. So I uh yeah, I hate battle passes, but they're they're all over the place. Um I think I saw I don't you guys will have to uh you guys will have to uh tell me I don't play Fortnite. Um, I haven't played in I don't think I've ever played a full match of Fortnite. Um somebody said there's a subscription service for Fortnite. So I I don't know if this Call of Duty thing is gonna be like that. Essentially Fortnite's what gave us these lovely battle passes, I feel like. Um Hey, what's up, rogue? Yeah, loot boxes are RNG for sure. Um but at least you get something. Like there is a scenario in a battle pass where like you don't get anything if something comes up where you don't play the game like you're just donating and it's lame bring back bf4 premium the, yeah wonder bread that's what wonder bread says he says bring back battlefield 4 premium uh, dude battlefield 1 premium 2 i got so hyped for those maps dude and even back when i was like really like call of duty fan like black ops 3 and stuff i would get so excited for map dlcs and that was the cool thing about premium is like you got to get excited like you knew i'm getting four maps like this month or i'm getting like three maps. like i know what i'm getting and i can get excited for it and they essentially have to deliver on it right so i did miss that about premium uh honestly live service that's like a triggering word for us now because of battlefield like it triggers me like i i don't want to hear live service like if you say live service i kind of want to punch you in the face um because it's ruined some of our beloved franchises um it could have been that way uh live services could have been that way and part of my my conspiracy theory side is like did they make live services so shitty that we beg them to bring premium back so we pay them like is that no but unless no surely not right But I'm with you. I used to get so hyped uh, during the premium pass days when map packs would drop. Get really excited for that stuff. The the last one I remember, I distinctly remember getting amped for was Battlefield 1. Uh, It it was so cool. Um, I just, you know, and there's nothing saying with a live service game, they couldn't do that, you know? It could still be a live service with battle passes, fucking battle passes, but they said, hey, all the map dlc you get for free to keep the player base together that's always the big thing with when you tell somebody that you want premium back right like well it's going to split the pair base because some people are going to want to buy it some people aren't going to want to spend any more money perfectly fine but it's going to split the player base there's nothing saying that dice ea activision or whatever say hey in this live service we're still doing dlc map packs you're getting four maps every three months right They could have done, they could have done that for free, and then still had their battle pass on top of it. Keep everybody playing together. You know, arguably, you could you could put it together in your head that if they did come out with these with these uh, these mat packs, you would bring people back to the game to try them out, and then there would be more people around to buy battle passes, cosmetics, things like that. Like they'd still they'd still make their money like they do in live service games, uh, but get those that excitement back. We don't half we don't have to go to a premium pass to have map packs and free dlcs to get excited about like we don't have to go to premium but the way these developers and companies are we have to go back to premium to get that stuff if that makes sense like we shouldn't have to but it feels like we have to and i it's i don't know you guys you guys are learning how my boomer brain works and puts things together that may or may not be there i feel i feel like my brain wants to tell me that they they uh they made these live services suck so bad so we begged to pay him for premium you know like everybody's like we want premium back because you live service sucks like it's it, kind of true but honestly i enjoyed i'm i'm with you uh wonder bread i enjoyed the premium the premium time uh of our gaming lives more than i do live service so live service has been an absolute train wreck Um, a complete rug pull on the community, in my opinion. The way, the way that, the way that content was drip fed in Battlefield Five should be like borderline illegal, and they're doing it again. It's 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 a joke. And Mad Max brings up a great point. I don't want to pay for premium on top of the seventy dollar game. That is a very common sentiment, and I totally get it. It's just. That live service doesn't have to suck, but they make it suck uh, I'm guessing just because they don't make as much money as they did with premium, right? So they're not as interested in making maps and things like that But they could do live service and still come out with the same number of maps and content that they used to they, they could they could do that uh, If they you know cared about more than just money so that that's the point I kind of wanted to make is in a perfect world If Crash was running things, we would do a live service, but it would actually have, you know, service and uh, maps would come out like like they used to on on top of the other stuff. And that, as NTH says, is the bottom line because Crash said so, what? That's right. (laughs) All right. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, COD 2.0, again, show you guys that it came from the job announcement. I thought I thought that was pretty crazy. We know that Call of Duty is going to be doing uh, a lot of changes uh, coming down the line. Uh, a lot of changes with uh, how you know there's potentially not going to even be a new Call of Duty in 2023, which is pretty crazy. COD 2.0, things could be going subscription based. Uh, we know that there have been a lot of leaks and rumors that you know Xbox has Game Pass, that PlayStation is uh i think what was it called i think it was called project spartacus um it, playstation's kind of coming out with their own deal um their own uh subscription-based game service pretty soon too um so that's something to definitely keep an eye out for uh but yeah that essentially covers it so so keep an eye on it this year if some form of content becomes subscription-based and call of duty the next topic
1: Sips bourbon is uh
0: some indie games that are coming out this week that were brought to my attention. Wonder Bread, maybe the next battlefield will be $60 and no micros or battle passes. <laughs> you're funny, I like you, but you're funny. That's one of the reasons, um, that's one of the reasons that I've I want to support and maybe try to get back into Tarkov because that's a game that's doing it so far uh without crazy like microtransactions and and stuff like that. 17 watching and 17 likes, you know it. These people got my back, it's true. They have PlayStation now. Yeah, that's true. There's I think they're doing some kind of beefier crazier one. Um let me get my production team. The queue up, so I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Uh, about crows with a Z. Um, essentially, um, it. I don't know a ton about it, um, but here's here's some gameplay of it. It it looks. Now I think this is the game that releases actually in a couple hours, but um, I think what we've been talking about is a perfect segue into how a lot of us, including myself are are rooting rooting for these indie indie games to to be successful right to to show that you don't have to have a, a live service uh to be successful um and yeah so basically i'm rooting for this game i'm a little concerned as i looked up some information and some people's reviews on the last play test and it didn't go well it was quite a quite a bit buggy Another thing I'm worried about is, um, in this game, uh, you can actually go third person when you're fighting, which I think, I hope they fixed. I hope when this gets, uh, opened up to a wider audience and early access, people can, I mean, making it first person, but you can switch to third person is going to just turn it into a third person game. And if it wasn't designed to be third person, it could be very annoying with people, uh, using third person to watch around corners, waiting for you to push. And then, I mean, you guys know how third person works. Um, if the game's not designed around it, um, I can see that causing, causing some issues, but essentially, uh, yeah, we'll, I was going to show you guys this gameplay trailer a little bit. It actually just came out and then, um, I will probably go and we'll look at the steam page and, uh, find some more information out about it, but I think it's, it's coming out really soon. There looks like there's swimming, uh, in it, which is pretty cool. Um, So yeah, let's go ahead and pull up the Steam page so we can find some more information out about this game. Like I said, um, I I had been following it a little bit, like I'd seen trailers and stuff on it before, um, but I hadn't seen um, it on the Steam page. Let me actually refresh this and get my production team to pull this up. Thanks guys, you're killing it this week. (laughs) So, Crows is a multiplayer game where players engage in battles as a mercenary called Crow. Nice, original. To survive as a hired soldier for the powerful nations, players either compete and accomplish the missions in a squad or experience major combats between factions in a disputed territory. So this is the game here. Looks like a revive mechanic I'm seeing. I'm just calling out stuff that I see it calls it an mmo online pvp that's weird but yeah this game plans to unlock in approximately three hours so i'm not sure um how much it is if it's got a price to it so far it's just on pc again i feel like a lot of these games um these these indie games that we talk about that uh, console folks don't have access to right away. I feel like it'll be like Insurgency Sandstorm. If it does well on PC, they'll eventually have the resources to get it to console. So hopefully that's the case with some of these games we're gonna talk about today. Um, yeah, essentially the background stories, countless meteorites fell all over the world one day, spurring endless conflicts between powerful nations to secure rare resources named Qon. Sounds interesting mercenaries are hired for the sake of nations and people start to call them the crows um so yeah i guess there's a little bit of objective gameplay essentially it looked like battlefield uh but a little bit a little bit more arcadey so this is definitely something to keep our eye on again i've heard from uh several content creators uh that the the minis and stuff are pretty basic um i've heard a lot of the criticism of this game is it looks kind of like a mobile game a little bit it looks like a 10 cent game kind of um which it, it so certain it's it's one of those games that it looks really cool in certain spots and in other spots it, it does look kind of kind of like low poly like maybe more like a more like, more like a mobile game but I just wanted to bring this to you guys' attention that this is one of those indie games that's coming out soon um, I believe this is also one that they teased a uh, BR mode I know we've uh, talked about how excited BRs are how excited everyone is for BRs. Um, But it might be at the end of this trailer. I'm not 100% sure. Um, Yeah, there, exactly. So it's right there, right on cue. Thanks, production team. You're doing it right. Um, There is a gas mechanic coming in, uh, so they could try to do that. Uh, Rogue says Crow State's free-to-play with in-app purchases. Dude, thank you for looking that up. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it says it comes out today. It says it comes out in three hours. No barking. Uh, It says it comes out in, like, three hours. On the Steam page, so that was pretty crazy. I just looked, like I just looked at it before we went live. I was like, "Well, I'll pull it up and show you guys." And then it says it's live in four hours. I'm like, "Well, shit, that's pretty crazy." So yeah, there is the gameplay trailer for Crows. I guess that came out uh, Squad Operations. That came out in uh, in August when that trailer was posted. So um, yeah, it says it's going to be free to play. Interesting interesting but yeah i'm just with you guys i'm hoping for i'm hoping for a free to play uh not not necessarily free to play i'm hoping for an indie game uh to to start to do well the other indie game this is actually kind of uh we might we might give it a spin i'll definitely check it out i'm worried it's going to be in a little bit of a rough spot at launch like i said a lot of the creators that have been following it have said they're worried about it uh going into into early access they're they're worried about it being a little uh being a little sketch but we we might give it a try on twitch we'll see how it does um we'll see how the launch goes uh yeah i'm worried about it as we've seen as we've seen with world war three yeah definitely definitely worried about indie games and getting their their network issues together because as it turns out it doesn't appear from an idiot guy on youtube that's me um it doesn't appear like network coding is very easy these uh i feel like these indie games struggle with that the most um for sure so the other game so this is actually uh kind of a big week for indie games to be honest with you uh this is the other one uh we've talked about before a little tiny bit uh operation harsh doorstop this is done by drakeling labs um there's several videos online you can see about the 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 process that they've done i feel like they've used some of the assets from insurgency sandstorm i'm not a hundred percent sure on that do not do not quote me on that i feel like they used assets and engines and it's a mod of another game um the first versions of operation hard store stop will cover basic infantry combat so what's happening this week is there's going to be a single player online test so this is another free one that you can check out on steam uh, that's going to be a offline single player, uh, test. They're just, it's just a really early on test. Uh, but this is another indie game that's pretty interesting. It looks a lot like Insurgency Sandstorm sort to of me. No barking. Um, so yeah, it looks, it looks a lot like that. Sorry for the dog barking, guys. Really sorry. Um... Yeah, it's a patreon funded tactical shooter. So some some of you folks might have supported on patreon And then if we go ahead i'll pull up a gameplay trailer so you guys can see a little bit of that This was actually just posted Um, this one looks definitely not as polished. Um (laughs) The the animations look look a little rigid and stuff like that But here here's a gameplay trailer of operation hard store stop again. I think I think wednesday. I think this comes out um or the the free to play test you can check out on Twitch, but yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy that these two these two indie games that I've been following for a little while um, have actually um, kind of kind of worked out to be launching at the same time. So yeah, but yeah, it looks it looks a lot like Insurgency Sandstorm, like a lot. But I know if you search if you search it on YouTube, uh, Drakeling Labs the heat the they go into like details on how like some of the reasons they did certain things and you you can get a little bit more in the weeds on development like if you're into that i definitely encourage you to to check it out it's a, it's actually pretty cool as far as getting into that a little bit but yeah just another indie game like i've said a hundred times i'm really rooting for some of these indie indie games to do well and then the last thing that i wanted to talk about was just in a quick, quick shot, quick shot was to talk about, uh, the new map. I want to pull it up, uh, emerald plane for rainbow six siege. Um, I've actually really been enjoying siege again the last few weeks. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, trying to find the official, my production team is supposed to handle this stuff before. We go live. Um, yeah, so we don't have to do this awkward. Pause while I wait and try to look up a trailer. I don't want to use anybody else's content. Um, so I want, I want to try to use the. Uh, the.
1: The actual. Trailer. In trailer. Da-da. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry about that. So this was in the, this was in the test server.
0: Boom, boom, boom. fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you can see the the new map in Siege. Again, this is kind of a big deal and I wanted to talk about it. I personally have been enjoying Siege again. Uh, A lot of the year seven changes they've made are pretty cool. And this is the first time in a long time they've actually had a new map. Um, so it's pretty exciting to actually see a new map. I didn't download this on the test server yet. Supposedly it's coming to the live build this season. Um, I should download and check it out. I've just, I've watched a lot of people play it. It seems to play pretty well. I've watched a lot of people uh, play it on the stream, uh, but it's a really cool map. And, and, and it's interesting to see how Siege has evolved over time with their map reworks and, and their, their new maps on uh, this, the things that they've learned, data, player feedback, um, how they build these things the lines of sight that they have uh, They actually make the rooms different colors and different themes and stuff to, to make it easier for call outs and stuff like that um, So I think that's that's really interesting um, I'm sorry for the dog barking guys, that's Thatcher. He's actually named after the Rainbow Six Siege Operator Hey
1: Hey, no barking, no barking,
0: that's not going to work, come on, get out of here, come on, I'm live in front of millions of people guys, have some respect, jeez, no respect, no respect for the, for the hustle, but yeah, so yeah, that's essentially, it's a quick shot, because I'm already done talking about it, but there's a new map in Siege to look out for. Again, guys, they're doing a lot of stuff to, to combat a lot of the issues that I had with Siege. Um, they're doing a good job. One of the things that I think that I wish that I wish would catch on um, is the, uh, they talk about, they've made a commitment to the community to talk about cheating, uh, do a blog update on like how they're doing with cheating every six weeks, I believe. And that's what they do so it, it's really cool that they they have a cheat like to talk about you know what they're doing to combat cheating and things like that i think it's really 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 nice um, and they're doing a lot of stuff to prevent smurfing and, and things like that so i think was that an hour uh, i hope to go for an hour <laughs> i think that was about an hour guys right on the dot i'm good um yeah uh <laughs> yo what's good trevor so yeah let's just move into the chat q a if anybody has anything again i've been um i've been kind of talking about uh i've been talking to chat like the whole time but if there's anything you guys want to add or want to talk about before we call it a week i would love to hear from you we can chat for just a little bit longer before i end it but yeah and let me know how you think i did as a solo host if you like the solo uh, more interactive with chat or if you prefer to have a co-host and or guest but anyway yeah what's up what's up trevor good to see you man are you interested in 2042's april patch yeah definitely check it out um and, and probably probably make a video on it um i'm i'm interested i'm still interested on 2042 as far as what they're going to do moving forward like excuse me how and if they're gonna fix this thing and try to bring it back or not. And like the fallout from that is all gonna be interesting for me to watch. Like I'm gonna cover it. So yeah, I'm interested to see what they do in April. Um, One of the developers I saw on Twitter uh, reported, or not reported, but he said that there's gonna be some of the changes like VoIP and scoreboard is still set to come uh, in the April patch. However, a lot more meaningful changes are set to come in the season one patch. And they're supposed to also give us an update on what they gathered from the map feedback deal. I thought about making a video where I, where I went through the maps and fixed them. Quote unquote, just, you know, to in my opinion, like drew on them and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think so. Can't decide. I think I thought about like pulling the maps out with like a telestrator and <laughs> just drawing on them. Like, take this out, this open area, stupid. Move this objective here. Like, I thought it'd be kind of interesting. I don't know. It, that would be more in- interesting in a live stream. I feel like talking to you guys and like getting input from you guys. I do like the greater focus on chat during the stream, but also the goes Cool, Seth, Well, we'll probably, how it ends up, I didn't realize when I started this like how hard it is to like keep keep a live sh- like a weekly show going Like there's a lot to like prepare for it and stuff like that I didn't exactly realize that So just to keep this thing rolling As shitty as it is It's there's probably going to be a mixture of, of co-hosts hanging out with me and uh, me doing it alone as, as long as a few people still show up to watch it um, Super, super, super Freaking appreciate the twenty likes and the people who showed up and hung out and have been chatting and even the lurkers and just everybody who's clicked on it, come to hang out. Really means a lot to me. I hope you know that. Good luck putting out that fire, says Dan. True, true. The April patch is significant. They need to push forward season one, IMO. Yeah, yeah. They need to do a lot of stuff, Trevor. I I don't know if world if twenty forty two is salvageable. To be honest, um, I honestly think. Uh, when we start hearing about like call of duty modern warfare 2 like roman numeral 2 i, I think that's what everybody's going to be talking about um honestly the last call of duty that i didn't hate was modern warfare 2019 um, i know that goes against a lot of the long time call of duty fans and stuff like that but that's all i got is a battlefield channel tell me about it trevor (laughs) tell me about it dude oh man what a rough time to be a battlefield youtuber that is a whole entire episode on itself man like the roller coaster of emotion of being a battlefield youtuber um honestly like i i mean you guys know the story right like i bought into the hype like i thought the game was going to be awesome I wanted to cover it i had all kinds of legwork done in advance to make weapon guide videos like i was ready to rock and excited and then this happened it's just like wow So that that's why um instead of making cool weapon videos i have a weekly podcast talking about first-person shooters <laughs> because because of battlefield yeah and that's why my channel is in the downward spiral that it's in but who cares i'm having fun i love you guys appreciate everyone for being here Barely on topic. Seth says thoughts on game-related movie shows and the new Halo show. Uh yeah, I'm I'm all for it, man. I think I, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see what the Witcher does. Uh we know that they they've teased a new Witcher game, that they're they're gonna start working on that over CD Project Red. And I'm gonna it's gonna be interesting to see um if they use the the Witcher series on Netflix, you know, as as influence or as like a uh a marketing tool maybe like the next season of the witcher has something to do and introduces that like i can see that being kind of a cool mashup um as far as the new halo series i need to watch it i really should watch it um uh i have paramount plus i think um so i should watch it. i haven't watched it but i heard i saw all the news stories from ign and stuff about how the showrunners didn't even look at the game halo which is pretty pretty chalked in my opinion um, and I've heard I've heard that Master Chief already took off his helmet in the first episode. You Guys can correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, I thought that was pretty rough. Um, I think if you're gonna do a video game related show, that's great, but you need to you need to keep it in line with the games. I feel like would be the best, just to keep not necessarily immersion, but
1: stuff like that. Uh,
0: first episode was meh, but the details are spot on. Guns and everything look good. Hopefully, the show gets better. Yeah, and it, it might my build and stuff like that. So yeah, I I should check it out. The visuals. So I saw I saw all the trailers and stuff. So and the, I thought the visuals looked really cool. Um. So yeah, I, sh- I should check it out. I'll rep- I'll report back next week. I'll remind me and I'll let you know what I think of it next week. I'll I'll, I'll watch it because I, I I feel like I should. I'm trying to think of what other games could movies i know they did that uncharted movie or whatever Uh he says don't give up don't trust you at all now <laughs> yeah keep fingers crossed for your channel i appreciate that lukey thank you so much i appreciate that thank you for the kind words yeah i'm just going to continue to do uh these live streams and just make videos during the week i i really like uh i really like making videos a lot so i'm i'm going to keep doing it for the foreseeable future um, it just, it just wears on you. Like seeing, seeing everything drop, seeing views drop, losing subscribers. Like every time I post a video, I lose subscribers. Um, but it is what it is. I'm going to still, uh, at least in the meantime, while, while I'm having fun at it, uh, make, make the best possible live streams of video that I can. And I'm, I'm making videos for you guys, you know, that I stick around. I'm doing these live stream shows for you guys. The people that that show up, you know. Joe Hot Dog wasn't in the show. Won't be watching. I get that sad balls. That's a total. That's a total mood. Little Nightmares TV series. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be like uh the uh the Nightmare Before Christmas ones. Is what that would look like to me. Kind of that. Those games are crazy. Those little Nightmare games are crazy. I feel like the uh Seth L says I feel like Far Cry could have some good movies. The games are repetitive, but the story ideas are interesting. Yeah, Far Cry would make really good movies, honestly. That the story loop of the game is in of those games are in so many movies already, right? Like that's that's just a super super common storyline to be, you know, like the underdog with a massive you know conglomerate bad guy and you gotta infiltrate and take it over one by one and slowly and rooting for the underdog like yeah i i that's a really good point the the, all the far cry stories in that story arc are already in a ton of a ton of movies and tv series already and even though they're repetitive like it's still is successful because everybody can get behind the underdog right when they're watching watching tv and stuff so that's pretty cool Trevor says, "Yeah, it's rough, but I love making music and editing videos, so I'm dedicated." Yeah, I get that, dude. That's that's kind of where I'm at. So, I'm having fun with it. So, I'm going to keep doing it and just super appreciate the people that check out my videos. Um, if you guys want some other Battlefield content, uh, okay, Trevor in chat, you can click on his name and go give him go give him a sub. Uh, he makes uh really good uh Battlefield videos a little bit more frequently than I do. <laughs> i've I've had a tough time just thinking of ideas to make battlefield videos because still on the channel battlefield videos perform the best um i still lose subscribers but if you guys are interested in battlefield content definitely check out ok trevor's channel uh he has really good videos i think you can click on his name and pop over there and give him a give him a sub if you're interested but yeah guys i think that's gonna be it I think I think we could we could probably go on forever, uh, we could go on forever talking about uh we could go on forever talking about content creation right now, like how rough it is. And I, I started it knowing it's hard uh, to make it and knowing that I probably wouldn't. I just got excited to see the channel growth with the game, and then to have it come out and absolutely shit the bed. It's like, I don't know, it's been crazy. Oh, no worries, Trevor. No worries, man. Anytime. Did you try Rebirth? Uh Luki says Did you try Rebirth Island. Not a fan of that game. Uh Battlefield let me down. Oh, Luki, yeah. So um after this is over, if you're interested in uh more rebirth stuff, at the beginning of the show, I talked a lot. Well, you can so the reason I do the topic list like I do where it's highlighted on the on the YouTube stream is you guys should be able to kind of scrub through and see where i'm at so you can scrub through when i talked about rebirth but yeah i really like the new rebirth island in a nutshell um i like a lot of the new mechanics and honestly rebirth excuse me that rebirth game mode is pretty much the only br that i care to play right now um i think it's a i think it is a really good uh really good game mode and I talked a lot about it, you know, in that, in that second topic of the show. But yeah, Luke, yeah, I definitely tried it. Don't give up, Crash. Dkraut says, we love your videos, man. Keep it up. I appreciate that, man. I hope you're doing well. I hope you and the family are doing well, man. Thank you so much uh, for the kind words. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I'm having, like along the lines of content creation, I guess while we're chilling and chatting, i have another sip of bourbon. I don't know what to do with the VODs on this channel. I don't know if these if these live streams actually hurt the channel. So so on YouTube, right? Like if for those of you guys who don't know how YouTube works, whenever whenever you make a video and people watch it, and then you make another video, it serves it to those same people to kind of test it out. The algorithm tests it. So basically any video that I make, it sends it to all the people. Uh, that subbed to my, not all the people, but a lot of the people that subbed to my channel who are interested in Battlefield. So if I make like a rebirth video and it serves it to the Battlefield people and they don't watch it, YouTube essentially kills it. So it always tests out your videos with your normal return audience. So that's why when you start a channel in a niche, like you have to stay in that niche, like you pretty much have to. Um, I wish YouTube was a little bit smarter about it in gaming to where if you made a video about a different game, it would you know serve it to people who are interested in that game. But no, it serves it to your audience and that's just how it works. So another thing about my content that I always strive to do in my Battlefield videos is I always try to take out the bullshit. I barely ever asked for subs and likes. Um, I didn't really have much of an intro. I would just try to get right into it and make my videos short. So I feel like a lot of people that came to my channel liked shorter videos. So when I leave these VODs up, I worry that these pod, this podcast type longer format isn't good for the channel. So I'm thinking about uploading these to a separate channel. So just doing the stream here, then unlisting it, then taking the VOD and uploading that to a different channel. I don't know, but I feel like for the people that do want to watch this, it's easier just to find it on my normal channel. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping I can talk to somebody smarter than me about YouTube, about what's the best way to move forward, because I really enjoy making these podcasts. They're a lot of fun. Yo, what's up, Rick? How's it going, man? I hope you're doing all right, dude. Thanks for, thanks for popping in. I really appreciate it. And Thank you guys for 22 likes. Um, super, super, super appreciate that very much. Thank you. These podcast things are fun. And again, the show is uh, a podcast as well. If that's your preferred method of consuming things, I just uh, take the audio and upload it as a podcast as well so people can check that out. But yeah, I think doing good. Just got done playing 2042. All right, how was it? (laughs) How, How was it? I feel like I should do a 2042 stream again. Honestly guys, I haven't played that game since the second week after release. I played it so much at release to make videos. And then it's bad, 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 bad. (laughs) Like I couldn't do it anymore. So shooting someone a thousand times and they turn around and kill you. I've, dude, I've seen so many clips of that wreck so many clips you shoot and someone's shooting someone and nothing happens and they turn around and kill you like uh yeah i don't get it sure says the quality of your stuff you think you had so many more subs which you deserve oh no man no i don't but i appreciate that thank you so much for those kind words that's that's really kind of you to say appreciate that that means a lot but yeah i don't want to sit around here and mope about views being down and all that stuff it's not it's not that big a deal um i'll still still make videos as long as I enjoy it and one of the best parts about it is meeting and hanging out and interacting with you guys and that's why I really like this show man I like doing this I like doing this podcast it's 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 a ton of fun I hope I can continue uh i hope I can continue to get better at it um be more entertaining i'm I wish I could be more entertaining i don't I don't know how to do that and I, I wanna, I'm just gonna keep trying to get better in all facets of the show, um, as long as as long as long I can. Um, I wanna get, I, I want this to be a successful show that people enjoy uh, coming to watch and hang out. Put say for the first time in a long time, still not great. And the scoreboard, it's what we asked for, but it definitely needs to be at the end of the round. Yeah, I saw this, I couldn't believe that, man. Such a face palm moment, right? Like, we get a scoreboard, but you can't look at it at the end of the game. Cool. Okay, sounds good. Do a shirtless stream. Oh, yeah. Right, Trevor. You want to talk about losing subs. If I take my shirt off, Woo! we would lose some subs. I'm a big big hairy American. I'll tell you that. And people just riding around in the bull. Yeah, they made transport vehicles so strong. Maybe the key is to put on a mullet wig, sunglasses and shave your beard down to the mustache. Crowd, are you talking about the two time? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, that guy, you want to talk about entertaining? Look at that guy. If we did get number one, nice. Shout out. Number one. It's the norm here in Texas. I feel like I would fit in on Texas. All right. I mean, I'm in Kansas. It's not that much different than Texas, I feel like. It's just colder in the winter. <laughs> I mean, right? So anyway guys, yeah, I think that's gonna be an episode for this week. Uh, episode 11. Next week it'd be number 12. I might try to get a co-host on. Um, I'll see who wants to do it. See if anybody wants to hang out on the stream. Um, but yeah, I did change my PlayStation and my name on here. Nice, right? I hope so, Nerfy Turf. Nerfy Turf says with Marcus's destruction should be more evolved. I think Marcus Leto's studio in uh, in Seattle is working on the uh, the story aspect of it. So we'll see. I think it's going to be up to Rebecca Cutaz and the Dice Stockholm to see how the multiplayer plays out. I really do. But yeah, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up because I could sit here and talk to you guys all night. Um, I should probably, probably do something else. Uh, you should get big fry on a stream. That would be cool. Yeah. Zen, man, I started out, uh, the shows having really cool guests on here. Honestly, like maybe I did it before I should have, I feel so bad asking larger creators like to come on here. Like, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Love would love to talk to him. Um, would really, really like to talk to him and uh things things like that but i just feel bad like i i have a hard time asking uh asking other larger creators to be on here because i don't want to look like i'm like clout chasing right like i i i would want i would want big fry i would want big fry on the channel like to to genuinely talk to him and he's extremely knowledgeable like about crows and and about uh Harsh doorstop and those those indie games uh that we were looking at earlier. He's super super smart and and in the know on those games, and I would love to talk to him about them and, and content creation and things like that. But I I just I I feel like the perception of me when I ask people like that is that I just want access to their communities, right? Like I just am chasing clout. I have a really hard time asking asking larger creators to come on the show. You know what I mean? Because I don't I. I I don't often ask people for help. I'm not good at it. And. I just feel bad because it's like they're like content creators, especially ones that do this full time are so busy, have so much on their minds and their time is money. And I just feel bad taking up their time, you know. <laughs> Jack frags on here. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, and i'm with you i saw i saw what was really funny uh a couple a couple weeks ago i saw big fry was doing a live weekly fps news show i was like oh yeah it's a good idea <laughs> he did that last week but that was pretty funny can't sleep here i pop by see what's up what's up Bulletkin? how's it going man well if you're trying to sleep this is the right show to watch because it's boring as shit and I will put you right to sleep. <laughs> Cheers, dude. I don't know if I made any sense talking about that, but essentially I have a hard time asking large creators to be on the show. Hard for me to do. But I I just, I got to work, I got to work up the courage. I was hoping to show some growth in the show and make it a little bit bigger. And then so oh, it might be worth it, and honestly I really really love having guests on here and if anything that would be one of the reasons I hope the show does eventually grow one day or if it does would be the coolest part of it would be would be cool to have you know bigger guests on here um to talk about because I, I really enjoy talking to those people it, it's super cool so all right Seth gets it all right we're good we're good Seth gets it <laughs> So, all right, guys, that's going to be it for me. I have to stop there. I don't want to drag on forever. Uh, we will hopefully see you guys next week. Again, thank you so fucking much for being here. Podcast listeners, if you made it to the end, you're an actual saint. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for everyone being here. Wreck, uh, Zen, Turf uh, Trevor, D-Kraut, Bullakin, uh thank you guys so much everyone that is here uh thank you thank you thank you so much as as seth says hey this is from seth not me like the stream on your way out if you actually did like it dislike it if you thought it was trash okay that's perfectly acceptable to think that this is garbage uh either way appreciate appreciate the interaction and uh yeah it's been a ton of fun guys um honestly uh doing this show i look i look forward to it um, I look forward to it every Monday And you guys make Mondays not suck So I appreciate that That's what you guys do for me Because I, I get excited for this show throughout the day And uh yeah Just a lot of fun If you guys like the podcast Leave a review If you guys like the show Hit the like button I think at least for this episode We'll see what happens I will leave it up on the YouTube channel If you guys want to check it out It's Tuesday for you I'm sorry I'm sorry Bulletkin. I'm sorry I was way off Anyway, guys, have a great night. Thank you so, so much for being here. Uh, Be a friend, tell a friend, and we'll see you next time.